Hello, church family. Today we're going to look at Acts chapter 16. Um, if you remember the last uh, podcast, we started with Paul's second missionary journey, and there was a division between Paul and um, and Mark. And the result of that is that there was a split, and Barnabas went with Mark, and Paul took Silas, and they went. And I made this reference that even though there was conflict within the apostle and uh, other believers, that God is sovereign through that. We're going to see how that has played out here in this chapter from really verse 1 to 13, that when when there are times when ministry doesn't seem like it goes the way that we expect, oftentimes it just means that the Lord is using that to bring something else in uh, to ultimately will bring him glory. And we don't, we don't really see that initially until we live long enough and we can look back and say, okay, yeah, that's how the Lord does it. So let's look at verse 1 of chapter 16. Paul also came to Derbe and to Lystra, and a disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek, and he was well spoken of by the brethren who were all in Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted this man to go with him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those parts, but they all knew that his father was a Greek. So this is, again, I made reference to how Timothy really was the, the fruit of that, that even though Paul and Mark split, one of the blessings was that he was able to go on a ministry, a missionary journey where he actually meets Timothy, and we know the impact that uh, Timothy has on Paul, and, and and how Timothy has, or Paul has a how, how Paul has an impact on Timothy, and how Timothy has an impact on the rest of church history. Uh, we have books uh, from the Bible that are written directly to Timothy as he's a pastor, which really gives us the standard and structure of how all churches from here on out are supposed to be. So, um, you know, he meets Timothy. Timothy had a good reputation, and he was a faithful individual. He's um, he seems to you know he, he's I guess like a Samaritan because he was a Jew, <coughs> he was Jewish and he was a, and he was a Greek. Uh, so um, you know he this again shows you that the church stopped caring about those things. You know, Paul was a Pharisee, but at one point he probably didn't worry about this. But you see, even Paul's heart has changed. Uh, that he is now willing to accept everyone as long, as long as they are believers in, in Christ. So Paul took him, and it was, it was a weird thing when he went to circumcise, circumcise him. And, you know, didn't we, you probably didn't, didn't we just talk about this in chapter 15, how they didn't need to be circumcised, that, the, uh, that people didn't need to? Uh, yeah, and that was the case in terms of salvation. The reason why Paul here circumcised Timothy was so that he could be a better minister to those that are in uh, the, 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 to the Jewish people, uh, so he could not be a stumbling block to them. This was not a passage say, that contradicts the the, you know, the the council they had at Jerusalem. It was just that in their uh, it, the reason why he did this is just really to win people over. That's when Paul says that he, you know, he he's willing to uh, to Jews, he's willing to be a Jew, to Gentiles, to, to be a Gentile, and and you know he's not enslaved to anything. He's willing to do be all things to all people. That's what he's. Try and train Timothy here that you you should be willing to give up certain liberties so that you can win people to Christ. And that's something that we as Christians need to understand that when we talk about Christian liberty, it's not always so much about what we're free to do, but it's also talk about what we are free to let go of. Uh, Romans chapter 14 and 1 Corinthians chapter 14 speaks of these areas of, of Christian liberty that we can, you know, that doesn't violate our conscience and it's something that just uh, for our own uh, testimony or conscience, we should be able to do whatever, uh, because there, are lo- there shouldn't be anything that's binding to us. 
Uh, sometimes, however, I think we think the opposite, especially for our generation. There's a lot of people that think that, you know, because, <laughs> because I'm Christian liberty, I should be able to flaunt those things, which is not really Christian liberty. It's really Christian, it's just really enslavement. Um, but we we like to mask it as Christian liberty as long as we just do whatever we want. It's, you know, it's free in Christ. Um, oftentimes that leads to people doing things that are actually sinful and they just don't realize it. Paul to Timothy are, uh, here understands that Timothy is willing to give up just the momentary pain so that he can um, be a minister to the Jewish people there. Verse 4, now while they were passing through the cities, they were delivering the decree which had been decided upon the apostles and elders who were in Jerusalem for them to observe. So churches were being strengthened in faith and were increasing, increasing in number daily. So yeah, this is the same thing that happened you know, what I just said earlier, how when you know, the, uh, you know, Paul on this missionary journey, he explains them, look, I'm circumcising this guy, but just know that it's not what you need to be saved. He's trying to assure them that, that the only thing that need, they need is faith. And God used them to grow this church. Uh, they were growing, um, and it says that they were being strengthened in the faith and were increasing in number. Uh, and as they were here in this, in, you know, in this, ministry, in this missionary journey, uh, they eventually were you know, moving from place to place. That's how Paul uh, did ministry in, in his missionary. And this is how he did his, uh, his, this was his mission and, uh, to go from place to place to start churches and build up leaders and elders there. But we can see even then that the Lord can change um, his, his flight path, as you will. Verse 6, they passed through the Phygia and Galatian region, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak speak the words in Asia. Now, Asia here is not like, like China or like that, that kind of Asia. This is really about Turkey, like uh, more in that Middle Eastern area. Um, but they wanted to go there, but for whatever reason, it's, it's not specified why that is. The Holy Spirit or, uh, for, did not let him go. And we'll see later on why that is. But at the moment, at the time that this was happening, the doors were shut and they weren't able to go. And after they came to, uh, verse 7, after they came to Nicaea and they were trying to go into Bithlani and the Spirit just did not per permit them. And passing by Mycia, they came down to Troas. So again, they were going to try, they're trying to go for, to another direction. If you have like a Bible that has a map, you can kind of follow along with that. I should probably should mention that in the beginning. Um, you can see kind of where he was headed and then he's going from one place to another and he was being turned from uh, one place to another. Uh, and basically at the, uh, what ended up happening was that he had to move east. Um, he wasn't able to go from the direction he thought he was going to go, but he had to end up going east. Um, and uh, we'll see why in a sec. Uh, verse 9, a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing and appealing to him and saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. Now, this is a very interesting part in scripture where it seems to be like Paul had, you know, he, he doesn't, I mean, he gets a vision. Somehow, this, there's a Macedonian person whether it's by his accent or his dress code, he's, he, he can recognize him that this is Macedonia. And the Lord has moved him away from the where he thought he was going to go to. And he asked to go to Macedonia. Um, it could be just probably like these people, they were praying and asking for the Lord to direct them. And then for some weird, unique time, the Lord uh, grants Paul to hear this kind of prayer. And he goes and the Lord directs him to towards Macedonia. Verse 10, when he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the God had called us to preach the gospel to them. That's very interesting here, as I early on in the chapter, we meet Timothy, and here is actually the first time where he, 
Luke use the word we, the implication is that even in all the way back from the end of chapter 50 from the divide, not only did the, uh, he meet encounter Timothy, which gets him the, which gets us the book, First and Second Timothy, but it's possible that this is where Paul actually meets Luke, and it's possible that he witnessed him, which means that we also get the book of Luke as well as the book of Acts. This is the first time in the entire book where he writes in the third person plural. He's sorry, or first person plural. Sorry, he, he's writing first person plural. He's saying we, we are going to this place, um, and he's going to use this more often. But this is the first time where he's not writing from just like a, a story being told to his research. Now he's writing from personal experience. Again, we can see if Paul did not have that disagreement from with John Mark all over in the past, the missionary journey would have been radically different. And if, if that didn't happen, he would not have met Timothy, and he would not have met Luke, which then uh, means that we wouldn't have four books in the Bible. And uh, by God's divine plan, he allowed this conflict that they had in the past to play out in this way so that we in the new testament time have have this book of acts and and the two epistle pastoral epistles uh, and we can see god's sovereign plan right i mean he it's like he the door was closed from one place to another and uh, if it wasn't closed there if it wasn't for these conflicts then god um this would not have happened paul had no idea this was going to happen by the way he did not know that timothy was going to be be there. He did not know that Luke was going to be there. All he knew was that wherever the Lord opened the door, he was able to go. And when he went, uh, the Lord just used them mightily. And in the grand scheme of things, we are tremendously blessed by even something as terrible as a as a as a breakup between leaders in the past. Verse eleven. So putting out from the sea Troas, from Troas, we ran a straight course uh, to Samothrace and the day following to Nepalus, so basically towards Europe, and um, it's, it's very interesting that said a straight course, meaning that um, that they, uh, it, it was very quick for them to travel, um, it, was, it was a means of ministry, the Lord, they wanted to go somewhere, the Lord provided a boat for them, and this is just a lesson for all of us, that if the Lord really, um, I mean, there's, there, there's a tension that we have, right, because sometimes we want to do a ministry, and sometimes the Lord closes the door, um, and then sometimes we just quit. Uh, but I think here we see how Paul, even though the door is closed, he still kept doing ministry. Just because one ministry door is closed doesn't mean that all your ministry is closed. There is a tendency for us as Christians to think that, oh, all of my entire life is based on one ministry. And if I cannot do that, then I quit. Then I cannot do any other ministry. Uh, that's a very foolish way of thinking because that could just mean that no, the Lord wants to move you from place to place. And you need to be humble and open enough to see that, to be willing to be shifted even by the most uh, uh, difficult circumstances because most people when they see that the, the Lord is closing a door they immediately give up uh, and that really shows a lack of faith um, Paul here knew what he was supposed to do he knew that he's supposed to go and evangelize the Gentiles he didn't know he did not know the details but he kept going and he kept trying to figure out ways and to fulfill his initial calling and us as Christians whatever ministry that you believe the Lord has called you for keep going even if there's one thing is shut you the lord just keep at it and the lord will provide more opportunities um in order for you to do ministry uh, it's been said that um like 80 of success is just based on being at the right place at the right time and that's what it, and that's how i think the lord providentially will use our life as long as long as we're faithfully pursuing um ministry wherever the lord wants us to go uh, the lord will give us the uh the, the, the means to do it 
first of all, and from there to Philippi, which is a leading city of the district of Macedonia, a Roman colony. And we were staying in this city for some day, some days. Now it's interesting. It's like easier now. Philippi this is something that's familiar. We know that because the book of Philippians is from this area. Um, it said that they were staying there for some day. Uh, the implication is that they were just waiting there for a Sabbath because in verse 13 it says, and on the Sabbath day, so they probably waited for the same idea of what Paul would normally do. So when he goes from place to place, he find the synagogue on a Sabbath because that's where the crowd is the most. And that's when the you know, people are trying, uh, you know, they're more open to spiritual things. And Paul wants to meet with the leaders there and try to debate them and, and witness to them. Uh, and that's why I think um, the, he waited for, uh, for a few days. Uh, continue on verse 13. We went outside the gate of the riverside where we were supposing... Uh, supposing that uh, that there would be a place of prayer, we sat down and began speaking to the women who had assembled. So they did not know that in this uh, place that there wasn't like there wasn't a temple for them to go and uh, meet. But then what they did find were some women there that were working, um, and it's from there we we will get we we'll see how God's sovereign plan is going to be played out. Again, this whole entire second ministry, uh, Paul's second missionary journey all started because of a disagreement of what he had with John and Mark. It did not start out well, but as time progressed, we, we begin to see God's kindness and goodness in separating the two. Because not only did we get the Gospel of Luke, uh, the book of Acts, First and Second Timothy, but we also see this is how the Church of Philippi started, which means this is how we even got the book of Philippians. So again, just seeing how God played everything out in this last two chapters should give us encouragement knowing that God is sovereign even in the things that are messy in the beginning with. When we look at things like COVID right now, how it just seems to push certain ministries away or ministries seem to be disappearing, do not be discouraged. It just means that you got to find something else to do and that's totally fine. You need to not quit. Be like Paul. Just keep going and if the Holy Spirit provides or even close the door, just keep trusting, keep looking for things, keep finding needs in the church and ministry to go and do. Um, and don't quit just because things are difficult. Um, and that's why I think we see that in the in, in light of very difficult circumstances, God can use difficult things to bring out something that is amazing that you would never have expected. And the only time we can really see that is for most of us really in glory. And I, I do believe that's part of the reason why in glory and one of the things we'll do in heaven is that we just keep praising the Lord because we get to see, I think, the little... Um, we get to finally see how uh, how all the little pieces uh, put into place, how every thread tied together, how there was no loose hands. Uh, the question of why did this happen gets answered, will, will be answered in glory. And when we see how God has providentially moved everything, we're going to be praising God and just be marvel, just marvel at his timing in all things. And that's what I hope for you, that don't be discouraged when ministry gets tough or when things get closed in your face. Keep going, keep pursuing the Lord. Keep walking closely with him and do the ministry that he's called you to do. And he will bless you in ways that you would never even imagine. Thanks for listening. I hope that this is helpful. Take care and have a great day.